1: Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 316. And I am having a conversation today where we just go into all sorts of things about decluttering, like dealing with decluttering paralysis, getting things into the correct location when there's other stuff already in those spaces, um, having a mindset that's helpful when decluttering after the death of a loved one so you're not bringing all of their stuff into your home just because it belonged to them. It's not that you can't bring anything in. It's just, you know, we we have to be careful about bringing ev- that temptation to bring everything in. And I this is a really valid conversation because I hear from a lot of people who were so overwhelmed both with the stuff and with the grief that it felt easier to just bring it all in and then I'll deal with that later. Anyway, so I think it's a good conversation for us to be having. A couple of things before we get started. I will try not to go on and on, but I did want to let you know that Take Your House Back is now open for registration again. And because it, you know, has been around now for a long time. I know last year at this time when we opened it up, it was, and it will, you know, officially start on January 1st, but it's there. You can go in, you can go ahead and get started if you want, or you can grab it now and, um, you know, be ready for December 26th when it hits you that you're ready to declutter because it's going to hit you. It hits everybody on that day. There's also a gift option. So if you, I've been hearing from a lot of people saying, what do I ask for as a gift when I'm in the middle of this decluttering thing that I'm trying to do? And I really don't want to bring more stuff in. Well, this is a really good gift that you can send them the link and say, Hey, scroll down to the bottom where there's an option to give this as a gift. That's what I want. Just go to takeyourhouseback.com to find out more about that. And that's my course in case this is the first time you've ever listened to it. It's a course that I do with Dawn from The Minimal Mom and Cass from Clutterbug. Cass is also the star of Hot Met House on HGTV. Anyway, so that's a course and it's changing people's homes. It's just amazing. And I love it. So anyway, I'm very proud of it. Um, The other thing too, is my new book comes out on January 11th. So pre-order that and grab the pre-order bonuses. And you can go to a slobcomesclean.com slash rest of us book and find out more about that. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here is my conversation all about decluttering. All right. Thank you so much for being willing to come on the podcast and talk about your house and you, and I'm excited to get to know you a little bit more. So tell me a little bit about you and your unique life situation that you're in right now.
0: Okay. I am married, been married for 39 years. We have two grown children, four grandchildren. Uh, We live in the country. We've got a little hobby farm. Um, We're both retired, semi-retired, I guess, because the farm is work. Spend a lot of time um, volunteering with uh, church, community activities, and just being available for um, people since we're at that stage of life where we can be.
1: That sounds so lovely. (laughs) (laughs) What kinds of things do you have on your hobby farm?
0: We have pigs. Okay. And we have chickens. So we just had a litter of 11 piglets. (gasps) So our first litter of piglets. So we're uh, learning that, and it's a lot of fun. Grandkids love it. You know, seeing
1: how cute are seeing, they?
0: Seeing, they are very cute. Very cute. Yeah. Do you like? We weren't expecting them? that big of a litter. This was her first litter, and it was quite a few. was so. a lot. <laughs> but that they're all a... healthy and growing, and Mama's doing good. So yeah. Oh, how fun! I love it. Yeah. Have you named all of them? We have not named the little ones. Um, All the the adults are named, but, you know, because when you're thinking it is, it is going to be a business of sorts as well. So some of them will be leaving. Mm -hmm. So with the grandkids, sometimes it's easier not to,
1: when you know they're going
0: to be leaving.
1: Yeah. I had a discussion one time around the table at a bed and breakfast with people who raised animals to, to eat, you know? (laughs) (laughs) They were talking about, and I was like, okay, that's some, I know that's a thing. I get it. You know, and it's just interesting how different families deal with that. And, you know, some of them just kind of like, Hey, this is so-and-so that we're eating. And others are like, let's just don't talk about it. You know? Yeah, no, no.
0: yeah. Well, it's just like with most of that things, if some, most of that, if anything's going to come into my house, it's in a little white package, you know, and it looks, it looks like, you know, it came from the store (laughs) So and we don't talk whether it's, you know, deer or, Pork or whatever it is, I prefer it when it's at that stage. Yeah, yes. not really think about where it came from because I right. mean we all know everything we buy in the store came from somewhere.
1: <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it, it exactly. I, I like the separation there, but at the same time, yes. you know, you also know what it is, so that's that's really cool. I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah, it's fun. It's been fun.
1: So um, let's talk about some things that are working really well for you in your home.
0: I um started first with the do the dishes you know it's amazing how something as simple as that which is I mean it's not really simple if you haven't been doing it but just getting that done makes a definite difference in um, our home actually I did not do them last night so when I woke up this morning there they were you know amazing no little genie came and did them while I was Right? So, I did get them done this morning. You know, not that you're going to see my kitchen, but it's like, well, I can't have my dishes undone. I'm talking to Dana today. <laughs> but anyway, so just know that there's a little bit of peer pressure there. So, yeah, that. But um, I think the biggest thing that started me on this journey is not as much a strategy, but just the mindset. a a mindset of having that clutter threshold. I think I've lived my whole life being above my clutter threshold, not really knowing that that was the problem. So I think that's for, you know, just for, for me, for my clutter threshold, I think it was always, you know, I can't keep anything clean. I don't, you know, it was always my fault. I can't, you know, whereas when I realized that uniquely, I am, my brain works differently. And so I cannot keep a lot of stuff that's not stationary. I mean, if you look behind me, you see, I do like visual. It's
1: adorable. Yeah, I'm a
0: very visual person. But if it's, if I try to keep a lot of stuff that's not like, you know, on the wall or in something, you know, it's not going to stay that way. And so I'm having to learn that if it's not something I'm using, or it just is going to need to go because it it ends up cluttering the house, my mind, you know, all of that. So I think that's probably the biggest change is just that mindset of knowing how my mind works.
1: That mindset is so powerful. First of all, knowing it's a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, and the clutter threshold for anybody who's new listening, your clutter threshold is the amount of stuff that you personally can keep under control. So you can't compare it to someone else's house or whatever. It's literally, what are you personally able to keep under control? So it's different for everybody. And I think the other thing, knowing it's a thing, but also knowing that it explains a lot of why things used to be confusing, why things, why it was that you used to be like, why is this so hard for me? And it's because you just had more stuff. So I think that's, that's such a big shift to, uh-huh. to realize that and start aiming toward that, because then you also have a goal of, oh, life can be easier. Because uh-huh. I think for me, when I used to just think, oh, I need to get organized. That would be the solve. That would be the solution to all my problems. Right. And then I would organize something or my mother would organize it for me, but not actually get rid of anything. So I was above my clutter threshold. It was like, well, that seems to just make me more stressed out because I can't actually maintain it. And I you know, know that I'm going to fail or I try and I try and then it you know, So it's like, oh, that wasn't the issue. The issue was I had too much stuff.
0: Or that someone else is doing it for you and doesn't necessarily understand the way you do things. You know, well and it's hard
1: to too when somebody comes in to organize for you because that is this is what I found with my mom. She would come in and try to help me organize. She would get spaces organized, but because it was my stuff and she was trying to respect that, she wasn't getting rid of we were not getting rid of things and I didn't have an understanding that I had too much stuff um, or that I had a clutter threshold or anything like that. And so things would get organized you know put away in all these neat complicated ways and I couldn't maintain that and I think that can be part of the issue when a friend comes in to help you get organized oh just do this but you have too much stuff Mm -hmm. it it just is it's a recipe for disaster so
0: yeah Yeah, I actually (laughs) paid someone to come in one time and and do that and a lot of that too it was like things were put in boxes labeled and it's like because I'm visual it's like that stuff is you know it's like, why am I even keeping it? It's packed in a box and, you know, in this place. And that's just not how my mind works. I need to see it or I'm not going to use it. Right. And then because you need
1: to see it, you can't have as much.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Because there's just not enough spaces where it can be seen, um, as there are, you know, packed away in boxes, but if it's packed away in a box, then it's just.
0: Yes. Out my of mind, existence. Like, why, yeah. Why, why do I even have it if it's right. packed away and I'm not using right.
1: it? Yeah, no, I love that. Um, okay. So talk to me about something else that has, oh, you did, you mentioned the dishes and,
0: um, and of course the, the take it there right now. I do use that quite a bit. You know, if I take it there right now, I don't have to think about it anymore because I was always one. Well, you know, you make your little piles, I'll get to that. I'll you know, go divide it all up. But if I just take it there right now, I don't have to worry about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, it feels like it's more efficient to make the piles and not expend the energy to do that. And yet efficiency is getting stuff done. Right. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I haven't looked up the actual definition today, but right, <laughs> but if efficiency right. is to get stuff done, what you just said of, okay, if I do this, if I go ahead and take it there now, I never have to think about it again. That's truly efficient
0: which another point that you have made, and I don't even remember when it was said, you know, but whereas if I would complete a project that is decluttering, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, you know, if I have an unfinished project, you know, that if I just go, I mean, it needs a button sewn on, it needs to have the hem done or whatever it is, I need to glue this piece back on. If I would just do that, put it on the shelf, put it in the closet, wherever it is, it's, going to, its home is going to be, but that is decluttering because I don't have to think about that thing anymore. And And now it goes
1: in its final home where otherwise it's in limbo. It's in this in-between space of, okay, this is my project space. And then that piles up because, yeah, I I think giving that mindset of, oh, I can just count this, like this counts, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Yeah, Because when you look at overall, this space is cluttered or you're thinking about it and you think, well, I can't do something that doesn't actually count, but right. it does count to sew the button on and be done. And it, then it goes in the closet.
0: Yes. Yes. So all, actually just so much of this, yes, the the habits and the different little things are great, but just thinking about, about it all differently yes. and, um, you know, that there can be some successes just by finishing a project or just by taking those shoes to the closet or whatever it is, just little things that will yes. hopefully eventually get me, you know, to where I want to be. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. or it'll make it better along the way. Or it'll just
0: make it just a little bit better. Yes, 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 yeah. exactly.
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well being a priority you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. Off plus free shipping on their best selling frame. That's a u r a frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So, what are some of the challenges or questions that you want to talk about?
0: I, because I feel like there are, first, I'm an, an emotional collector
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I think I get stuck on the whole um decluttering paralysis and i don't know it may be there's somewhere else on down here that that we want to pick up on that but i mean i think i just think about all of the areas where i have things that i know i need to go through things i need to declutter but when i think about all the decisions i'm going to have to make i just don't do it and you know it's easy to find something else to do you know to, to turn your mind on to something else but I know I listened to something. I don't. I don't even remember who I heard this from. It may have been Dawn. I'm part of the Take Your House Back group, mm-hmm. and so where she just talks about those silent, not voices, messages, silent messages of things. So even when I'm not dealing with those things, that's still playing in my mind. You need to go deal with that. You need to, you know, mm-hmm. you need to figure out what you're going to do with this. Are you going to get rid of it? Are you going to keep it? Is it really sentimental? Or are you just keeping it because you think somebody else might? I mean, whatever those little messages that are playing in our mind. So sometimes it's just easier to go do something else and try to put that out of your mind, because I know I'm going to have to deal with it. And I don't really want to.
1: (laughs) So and you feel like it is specific. I mean, I totally relate to what you're saying, but Mm -hmm. in your case, you mentioned specifically sentimental stuff. Is that right? Yes. So it's kind of like, you know, there's going to be sentimental stuff amidst the mess, or you feel like everything's sentimental, or you just know that it's going, if I deal with that, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit some things that are going to be too hard for me to think about.
0: Yes. And mostly most because I, the things that I do keep are mostly sentimental like if I look around my walls or look at my drawers okay I mean it's like I'm keeping that yes there are some useful things obviously you have to have useful things in your home but just like my home is decorated mostly with sentimental things you know they came from a family member you know mm-hmm. a friend gave it to me or you know whatever and so what
1: is the space describe one of these spaces that you're talking about that you're thinking of that you're you've just been avoiding.
0: I have a sewing room Mm -hmm. and it's a great space. It, you know, I do sew, I do, you know, crafting. My mother was a sewer, a seamstress and, you know, did all the, you know, and so I have a lot of fabrics that she's given me and sewing supplies and books, quilting books, you know, all this stuff. So I have this great space that I could go in and really do some stuff. But because I have all this other stuff that I think I need to keep, it's in the way of actually doing what it is that I need to be doing in that room. So therefore, the stuff comes out and I do that in another place instead of in the room that's set aside. And, you know, and it's become my stuff shifting room. Yeah. And- you know, so I so mean, it, it, this
1: is your sewing room, but you can't actually sew in there because it has so much stuff in it.
0: Correct. Correct. Okay. I'm going around stuff to get to. And, you know, it's like, okay, I need to make a decision on this, on this, on this, but, okay. you know, it's-
1: okay. Well, let's, let's just talk about tackling that room then. Cause I, I think this is something a lot of people can relate to is a lot of times, especially that room that is super cool. And it's like, I had a vision, like when we, how long have you lived in this house?
0: Long time, 25 years.
1: Okay. But either, either when you first got the house or at some point when one of your adult kids moved out or, you know, whatever, and you were like this room, this room could be this. And yet it didn't necessarily become that immediately. It was just kind of a thing in the future. And because of that, it collected things because it was a nice, easy place for things to collect. Is that kind of what happened?
0: Yes. I mean, and it's been a good, uh, an efficient room at times, mm-hmm. but then, you know, but again, I'm not decluttering. I'm just putting things right in tubs, on a shelf, you know, when the first time you pull one out, dig through it, you know, it, it just grows. And so then if stuff doesn't necessarily get put back up. Then you go in there to do a project and stuff's yeah. everywhere. So, so I, I th- haven't tackled the decluttering part of that.
1: You know, I think it sounds like, you know, where to start, that this is a great room for you to start in. It has a purpose. It has an established purpose, which the purpose is to sew. So Mm -hmm. in a sewing space, you need your room to actually have your sewing machine. Correct. Mm -hmm. And then you also need space to lay things out, do the project part of it. Okay. So, If you have that and you say, This is my sewing room, have you found yourself saying things like, This is my sewing room, but it's really a storage room right now, but really, you know, like just say, This is the sewing room. Okay. This is what this space is. And I'm going to go in here and I know that stuff shifting has gotten me into this mess because not actually getting things out of my house. So it's like, Okay, let me go in here. I know it's going to be emotional. It's got my mom's fabric, it's got my mom's quilting books, but I'm just going to see if there's trash. I'm just going to look for trash and give myself permission to just have the black trash bag and not get caught up in one little part of the room, but just as the room overall, anything I can reach and get to without moving stuff around, I'm going to throw it away if it's trash. Okay. Because what that will do is it not only, um, makes the space better. And maybe there's no trash, but there probably is, you know, cause that's just what happens in those kinds <laughs> right. of rooms, you know? Sure. Um, but even if it's packaging or whatever, so, okay, I'm going to throw away trash, but even if you don't find any trash, your brain is going to process that room differently. As you know, you were talking about the um, I think Don calls it the mental to-do list or whatever, like the mm-hmm. mental mm-hmm. It, it's weighing on my mind without me even realizing it's weighing on my mind. Well, in right. the same way, having gone into that space and looked for trash in every little corner that you can see without moving stuff, but looking for trash. Now your brain has a different perception of what that room, what is in that room where before it loomed as this, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like my husband and I were just having a discussion and it was something that was really stressing him out. And I was like, let's get the information. I said, let's find out the information because as long as we don't have the real actual, how much this thing is going to cost, it just seems so big, you know, because we don't actually have any kind of number to latch onto in our brains. But as soon as we knew the number, even though it was an overwhelming number, it was like, okay. And it just, everything shifted and we felt differently about it. You know? So it's like having, giving yourself permission to do that so that you look in there and then you go again and you say, is there anything that has just kind of ended up in this room for some reason, whatever that is, that's easy. Like it goes somewhere else. It does have an established home, get that out. And I know, you know, the process because you've listened to the podcast,
0: Yeah, but you know,
1: going through that and then looking for dead donations, because here's the thing. Those first three steps don't have any emotions. Okay. They are trash, which is zero emotions. Cause you're scared of the emotions you're going to feel.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Cause right. I believe I read in your thing, did your mom just pass away this year? She did. She I'm did. so sorry. I'm so sorry. So, so all that stuff is very fresh and raw, even if it's been in your house for years, it's going to be extra fresh emotions right now because of, you know, just how recent that was. So say, I'm not going to worry about any of that stuff. I'm not even going to do that, but I am going to look for the stuff that does not require emotion, which is trash stuff that has an established home, but somehow it drifted into this room or, um, duh clutter. I'm just going to see. There's probably nothing in here that I don't care about and yet get that stuff out because that's going to reduce the overall volume of stuff in there. And every time you go in that room with zero commitment to feeling anything, but just saying, I'm only going to get stuff out of here. If it's, you know, zero emotion, one of those first three steps at that point, every time you go in there, your brain is going to adjust a little bit more. And you're probably going to see some more stuff because I know for me, I can think I know what's in something, but once I look, I just did a video the other day. It was like i I've had these four tubs of like props and costumes, you know, because I was a theater arts teacher, and so that was identity for me, for you know like props and costumes, things that I knew that I had or thought I knew I had, and um never even thought about reducing that until I went looking for something in one of them and couldn't find it and was like, Oh, but something about having opened those tubs and looked inside within about three days, I was like, I don't need all that stuff. Like it just something shifted in my brain. And so then I was able to go back and actually tackle it. But the looking was what brought me to that point without anyway. So, so, you yeah. know, give yourself permission to do the non-emotional part of that so that you may not be able to get to the actual emotional decisions. And yet, even though it won't be now, you're going to get there sooner because you've been in that space and you've actually been associating with, cause it's easier to just shut the door sometimes emotionally be like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm just gonna shut the door. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I, I believe and I mean, I guess I get to say this because I write books, but you know, I mean, I do, if, if you've read decluttering speed of life, I believe that physical clutter is often the physical manifestation of the denial stage of grief, because we can just not deal with it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's stuff. I don't want to deal with it. And I'm not saying, I'm not pushing you to do that. I'm just saying you can make this room better, even if you don't get to that you know, even if you don't get to that stuff. And then at the point in your life where you are walking through those stages of grief, it is going to be easier because of the work that you've done there. And there is a decent chance that even just doing the emotional, unemotional stuff could get you to the point where you can actually have a cleared off table where you can That's sew in Exactly
0: there. what I was just thinking, probably say I would just do those first three things. It might be Okay, the, the room might be functional to where, and as time goes and I'm actually in there doing the things that I want to do in there, I can declutter as I go, as I pull out a thing of fabric and look through it. It's like, yeah, you know, I think I, you know, I, this is, these are my favorites. This can, you know, yes, but not have to feel like it all has to come at the same time. I right. think that's what I feel is like I'm going to have to make a lot. Of decisions but if I can put off some of those decisions but still have a functional functional space yes. I think that's kind of getting the best of, of both worlds
1: right so and you stop. can make a lot of progress in a space before you make a single decision because those oh. first three steps are not decisions they are identifying trash identifying what has a home somewhere else taking it out and putting it there those are I'm not talking about you know if you don't know what the home is, well, that's in the two decluttering question. So we're not to right. that step yet. Yes. But you can get a lot of stuff out there with the easy stuff step. And then with Doug Clutter, yes. I'm really truly talking about the things that you're like,
0: why do I have this? Oh my goodness. Why do I have this? Yeah. 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 No, that's 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 good. No, I think that would definitely get me a long way in that room to just do those those things. And then like I said, if I pick it up and it doesn't have a home, then you know, you go through those two. Would it ever occur to me? Right, I had this, and but if it's too right, those two questions, yeah. But
1: if it's too hard, and you start to feel like if you pick it up and you think, oh, I can do this, and then you're like, oh no, this is bringing up all the feelings. I don't think I can do this right now. Skip it and move to Mm -hmm. something else because Mm -hmm. that's that's what you have to be conscious of and careful of is following those first three steps, specifically the non emotional stuff, to keep you from just getting paralyzed and not able to keep going in that room. Um, but as you do that, things start to look different. I mean, the momentum really does build because you're like the things, the first several, th- it, it'll feel like nothing's easy at first, but the, as you start getting rid of some trash, you're like, Oh, well, actually that's trash too. You know what I mean? Like it'll start to change mm-hmm. how you mm-hmm. feel about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and then as you start seeing the difference, it's making more things, Maybe yes. come trash.
1: <laughs> Absol- you know, Absolutely. You know, you're like,
0: oh, I really like how this room is looking, I could do without that too, or you know, yes. I mean, or whatever it is. So
1: it really does. That yes, it really definitely works that way. Okay, yeah. something else that you'd like to talk about.
0: So I remember one and this and this may this question we just talked about, because that room was like it was, I was in my mind thinking, okay, where can I do you know, I have purchased a Cricut not too long ago and, you know, with all these high hopes of doing all these really neat things, which I have, but it should really be in that room too. I mean, that would be my sewing, you know, craft project room, whatever you want to call it. But because it is how it is, I was thinking, well, I need to find another place to do that. And so I was thinking, I remember you saying sometimes to before you move everything for a certain project to a new space to try it out in that space and see if it works. Is you that mean the thing? space
1: that the space that you're thinking about moving it to?
0: Well, like, you know, kind of in this situation, I did that in into this room where I am now, which is really technically my office. But I thought, well, I could bring that stuff in here and that would free up space in the other room. But,
1: yeah, I mean, I, don't I know, know that I
0: need two separate spaces for that kind of thing. If I could do the what we just spoke of with the sewing room, I probably would have room to move that stuff back into that room and keep it all in one space,
1: yeah, I think you know craft rooms and offices have a lot of similarities as far as they are very easy to be like, I could do this in there. And then they become Mm -hmm. hodgepodge rooms and that turns into the, you know, so I mean, you can do what you want, but I, if you're asking my opinion, I would recommend that that you work on clearing a workspace in that, you know, that gives you a very tangible goal for that um, craft room to say, I'm going to clear a workspace that I can either put my sewing machine on it. And sew, or I can put my cricket on it and do crickety things, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so that, that workspace, I I think Mm -hmm. not that you can't, it's just that that's, that's really the purpose of the room. And so going ahead and trying it, even if it's not ideal. And the more, if you try that and you're super excited about this cricket And you have a real space to do it because there's also some guilt when that can happen that can keep you from enjoying it as much when you're like, Mm -hmm. man, I should have been doing this in the craft room as, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, now this is making whatever I do in my office a little bit harder to do or something like that. So,
0: so yeah, I'm making making a mess in an area that is actually more visible mm -hmm. where if I put it in there, when I'm in the middle of a project. I can just close the door, walk out and not have to feel like I have to pick everything up and, you know, put it away if somebody's coming over. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And just trying to think through, because I mean, you know, like I said, I've lived in this house, we've lived in this house so long, you know, we raised two kids, you know, they left. So it was just us. And now a lot of rooms have become vacant. So I, part of my problem is I have space,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, not
0: everybody has that. I know you know people that listen you know have young children they're in small homes they're in transitional whatever it is and so i i understand that but part of my problem is i do have space to store stuff or to put stuff and so but that doesn't always mean you're using those spaces efficiently and you know to the best right. of their, their
1: Well and i think it goes back to that what was your vision when you started to get excited about all these spaces that you have, it's like, okay. So if, if you're excited, if you were excited because, okay, I've now I've got this room to be an office mm-hmm. and I've got this room to be a craft room mm-hmm. to start meshing those two together starts to get you back into the problem, you know? So it's more like, okay, yeah, I'm going to maintain yes. the office being what it is. Cause I can see if that's what you're in right now, I can see there's glass doors there. So that's probably yes, part goes of your, into the
0: dining area. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, just really focusing on the identity of the spaces, which can change. But having an identity for the space as you declutter it is extremely helpful.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. I actually did being a visual person and the whole kind of labeling idea um, as I did go through one time to all the rooms in my house and did a sticky note and gave that room a name. And then these are the things that are to be done in that room. I mean, you know, basically, you know, however yeah. that, you know, the activities, this is, you know, like the grandchild room, one of the kids' bedrooms is now where the grandkids sleep. And so in this room I will have, you know, X, Y, Z or, You know, and then this room will be this, you know, just because, I mean, just because otherwise I tend to merge stuff too much. And it's like, that's not where that needs to be, which kind of goes into this one of these other questions that I had on, you know, when you're trying to get things in the right place, taking it there right now, whatever. And then you and I know you've covered this many times, but you go to the other space and it won't fit or it. There's not that space, but this is the room it needs to go in. Yeah. But yet somewhere along the way, the other stuff, other stuff is there now. Yeah. So I have think... To get past again, you, cause you know, it's going to be a big deal again. So you avoid it. The paralysis again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think it, it's one of those things where you remind yourself that you are in this for the long haul, mm-hmm. you know, like you you remind yourself of the progress that you have made so far and mm-hmm. the power of the taking it there now, how that prevented delayed decisions mm-hmm. of... I'm going to put this in this pile, but I'm not actually taking it to a home, which means I don't actually have to decide for sure. I just really kind of want to keep it. So I'm going to put it in this general, you know, pile or whatever, but if you're taking it to that room, even if you can't put it in the ideal space. So let's say it's the craft room that is stacked super high and you're like, okay, behind those boxes, I'm just making this up. I haven't seen your craft room, but I'm just saying like behind those boxes is a dresser that Mm -hmm. was supposed to be the solution to all this stuff. And I know that I would look for this first in an ideal world in the top left drawer of that dresser, but I can't even get to it right now. Is that what you're kind of saying?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. So or a closet in one of the kids rooms, but now, you know, it's stacked with some of those boxes that the person I hired, you know, to put stuff for, they're now in that closet, but yet I would really like to have the kids, keepsakes you know like a box their memory boxes which they're grown now they probably should be at their house (laughs) but um you know so which is something else I'm thinking now it's like okay next time they're here here's your box look through it what do you want to keep um but then you know then my sentimental nature is what if they don't want any of it
1: well you can't worry about that
0: yeah I know I know I know
1: well, and if you have the space in your home to keep it, cause you're like, I mean, if you have the space, you're allowed to keep it, right? right if it's not right. taking up space in you need for something else, but let's say, right. okay, let's say you're taking this and you're taking it to that space or you're taking it to that closet that it has tons of boxes in it and you wish they weren't there. But if you stopped and started working on those boxes, you would never finish this thing that you were working on in the first place. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. It really comes down to you do the best that you can. You put it as close to where... Okay you would look for it as possible. Are you going to have to declutter this room in the future? Yes. And yet now this is not even going to be something that has to have all these questions about it because it's in, it's pretty much home. It might just Mm -hmm. need to be a foot, you know, because it'll have to be past those boxes when those boxes get there and in that thing. But at the same time, let's say it's a pile or it's a, you know, a drawer, you can get to the drawer, but the drawer is stuffed full. Mm -hmm. Then that Yes, that is a decluttering project waiting to happen, but you are not doing that project right now, but you are going to remove something. So if you take something to that room and that room is out of control, remove something that is space for space for what it is that you're bringing. So you're bringing the pair of scissors, take something out because that space, something that's trash, easy stuff, duh, you know, something usually trash and, duh are the easiest. Cause then you're just going to go straight back to the place where you're working anyway, but it is, it's hard because you think this is one thing here and then it's another thing there. And then it's another thing there. And then, but at the same time, everything is going to its final home as close um, as it can get to right now without tearing it apart and making a mess. Right. That's good. But it's, it, it feels unideal, but at the same time, it is the way to actually gain traction, because that was my story: is I would be like, okay, so I go to another space. Well, now I have to tear this apart. Well, then I would get distracted in the middle of that, to take it somewhere else, and I would tear that space apart. And then my house was a crazy explosion. Um, where doing, you know, taking it there now, exchanging space for space, you know, that kind of thing did move my house forward. Was it as dramatic? Like was it a b- big, flashy before and after? No, it wasn't. But it ultimately gave me a whole lot more traction.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's good. I mean, any 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 amount of moving forward yes. is good. And I, you know, and that I think that's my thing too. Is like I just want it to be done. You know, know, you just want it to be done, and you're like, well, and I know I'm not going to to get it done. Quickly, well. So.
1: But, but the thing is, if you will do it that way, the space that you're working on so much is going to be done eventually. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But if you do a little here and a little there and a little there and tear up a little here and tear up a little bit there, then that's when you feel like nothing's ever done. But if you're starting in a visible space and you really are saying, okay, I know it's not, but I think it's the idea of, I want the whole house to be done.
0: Mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. once.
1: And I'm thinking of the whole house, but it's like, if you will focus in on that one space mm-hmm. and everything from that space space either belongs there or goes to its final home, whether that's a donation box or the trash bag, then that space will actually be done. It's not stuff shifted because the problem, you know, mm-hmm. it's easy to make sure you're not stuff shifting when you take it to its home. Right. right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes yeah. that will mean that there's nothing in here that i'm willing to get rid of well then that means this needs to go this thing that i walked all the way here with
0: Mm -hmm. and then if you get that that room in that place then you don't if you can do that then i mean obviously you have to go back and redo it time. But I mean, you don't have to wo- that space won't be a worry before. I mean, I won't have to worry about that space. Anymore. Right.
1: Because the it stuff does. is actually gone. I haven't added to I haven't made any space in my home. And I think that's the thing is if you are doing space for space, you are not sp- making a space worse. As you mm-hmm. declutter one space, if you're making mm-hmm. it worse, you're stuff mm-hmm. shifting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It may not be
0: any better. But mm-hmm. it's not going to be worse. And maybe you've made some decisions in the, the yes. process. Yeah. I mm-hmm. you know. That you know,
1: one's not a, a fun answer, is the problem.
0: You know, yeah. Well, and you know, there's the whole thing of storage buildings with furniture that someday mm-hmm. I'm going to have a place for it. You
1: know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's comes. talk about that. How are you going to have a place for it? Because you already said you live in a house that's plenty big. So it's so- plenty
0: big. All the rooms are full. And again, you know, some of it is family furniture or whatever and it's you know you're hoping maybe your kids will want it but you know I don't want to put that burden on them for them to feel like when they have their home well you need to take my right. stuff so I want to deal with all of that too so that on down the road they don't have to deal with all of this that what they okay. deal with is what they see what mom and dad used whatever and not oh well then open let's open this storage building and oh my gosh you know
1: are they in their homes at this point
0: they are and have children and yes they both have their own homes okay I have one child that is more interested in you know some of this stuff than the other you know which is is fine but you know Can
1: can you take your sticky notes that you like and give them separate colors and say, come shop, even if it is for me to store, because you, and if you're willing, but I mean, if you if you're not able and willing, that's a different story. But if you have the storage space and you're just like, well, it has room to go. And so now I'm just kind of leaving it there, waiting on, you know, seeing what they're going to want in the future. But just to say, even if you don't take it to your house right now, because you might You'll probably find that there are some things they really mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. that they dream of having someday, and there's other things that neither of them have any attachment to, and you could get right. let go of.
0: Right, right. Because I think even part of my attachment is because I think maybe they sh- they should have the attachment, which well, you can't do that for someone else, you right. know, because someone else may it may be easier for them to the memories, the the people, the whatever are enough and they don't need a tangible item mm. to have that, you know, that, that memory. And I think that's where I get kind of, you know, that paralysis is, again, it's like, I can't get rid of that. And well, I, I think, think giving it them not back... Getting rid of it. I need to, you know, I'm passing it on to someone else that could use it or, you know, yeah. I need to think about it more in a positive way
1: here's the thing is I personally find a lot more joy in the specific items that I'm really using in my home that belonged to my in-laws who passed away. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that is where I, but I feel stress and frustration over things that don't have a real spot in my home. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's overwhelming. And so to, to just start identifying, you know, I think, I I think that would be, if if that is your thing, I mean, I know you might be afraid of the answer. Like I get that you might be afraid of what your kids are going to say they are when nobody
0: wants it. Yeah.
1: Right. But just to say, is there, you know, go through here, have Mm -hmm. fun. Here's your sticky note, your Mm -hmm. color.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: put a sticky note on, on things. And you'll probably be, probably be surprised at some of the things that they are attached to that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have expected. Right. But at the same time, other things that they're like, I don't remember that, or that doesn't really mean right. anything to me, right. or that bring back, brings back a bad memory of when someone was sick or, I mean, there's all these different, right. um, things that we don't know is how, you know, someone else is perceiving something, but even if they, that is a first step, you've got them in a place right now. They're in a storage unit. So they're not in your house. And so I'm it's not like tripping wait. over them
0: and pushing them out. Right. of So we
1: can, right. we can do this part. And because I'm not, you know, paying by the month for this storage unit, instead it's on right. my land or whatever, mm-hmm. then that is a step. That is a step in the process. And then I'm going to step away and I'm not going to worry about it because those things are there. Now you might want to use like good quality sticky notes so they don't all fall off. And then... <laughs> Um, but you know, it's like, okay, those are there. And then I think this, a similar thing is going to happen anytime that you look, look, always look, you know, it's like, okay, now I know, now I know before I was just kind of afraid of knowing, or I was Mm -hmm. afraid of thinking, or I was imagining the future, but now I'm going to know for sure what my kids say that they might want in the future. Then I'm, you know, my, my brain will probably process. And then I walk back in there and I see, okay, what in here? And most likely there will be some things that reveal themselves to you as a duh, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and then over time, as you reduce a little bit more, as you get rid of some things that aren't emotionally difficult, then you will start making decisions and saying, okay, but you don't have to make the decisions yet. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like
0: that sewing room. I can. Yeah. There's stuff you can do before you get
1: to those decisions that are going to be so difficult. But Mm -hmm. then by the time you get to the decisions, the decisions are easier because you have processed some of this stuff. And so by the time you get to that, then it's like, okay, now I know for sure what my kids want. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, huh? Okay. Well, do I want this in my house badly enough? to get rid of Mm -hmm. something that's in my house so that Mm -hmm. there's actually space for it. Right. Right. And then maybe you do bring it in, but then you get rid of something of yours, but you've made that decision so that something of yours doesn't just go Mm -hmm. into the storage unit. It goes away to, Mm -hmm. to be used and loved by someone else, you know, which it it has value when it's being used, but the the value goes away as it's being stored Stored. also because, Mm -hmm. you know, things get into storage units and then things aren't this, you know, right. <laughs> if you sure. live on a hobby farm, I'm assuming, you know, that. So.
0: <laughs> but, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No, that, that, that does help kind of make the decision making process easier when you think you're not going to have to go down there and make all the decisions in one day and right. then it's going to be hauled away and tears and whatever, you know, right. I, I that it can be number one, obviously I have the choice on how it can be done, but if I know that I can do it gradually, that would be good. Yeah. It's not as scary.
1: Well, uh, yeah. And I I think that's the thing is to know that if it gets scary, I don't have to do that part, but there is so much I can do before I get to the scary part and this space can be so much better and, you know, I'm not trying to trick myself into gaining some momentum and yet the momentum always happens, you know, mm-hmm. but say, even if I really am the exception to the rule and I don't start to see stuff differently, and I really am always going to feel this much attachment to these things,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's still going to be a whole lot better space. Right. And I'm going to feel better just by getting rid of the stuff that has no emotional attachment.
0: Right. Right. Cause I don't, cause I don't, I mean, and I know the term minimalist. <clears throat> I mean, I know I'm not ever going to be that. Mm-hmm. And and that's, and I'm okay with that. Um, but I like, I want a more, what is it? As, as I was trying to describe myself that I was like a simplified life with visual abundance. I mean, it's like I, I want my life to be simpler in that my home runs better so that i have time to do the things i love to do
1: exactly you know whether it
0: be working with you know a certain group organization grandkids whatever and i'm not always that i need to be doing this i need to be doing that you know in my home i want to get my my home in a place that i can okay i've done this i've made these decisions i know what's going to happen with you know, X, Y, Z, or at least for now, because obviously life situations change, but then I can move on to those things that are really, Im- and you know, and here I'm hearing myself say this, those things that are really important, Yeah. you know, you know, because I mean, to me, some this stuff is important, but obviously I know it's not as important as people and relationships and spending right. time with others. So if I can get myself, to really believe that that's what what I, I want
1: well, and so. the best way to get yourself to believe it is to experience it. Mm-hmm. so say okay i I am going to give it a shot. I'm gonna give just trying the first three steps of the process that don't require decisions or emotions. I'm gonna give that a shot and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then as that happens then see, does this make my life easier? Is Mm -hmm. it taking things that were weighing on my mind away? Is it um, making it easier to maintain and manage the things so that I can put time into the things I want to put into?
0: Mm -hmm. Because I mean, obviously, I mean, we just everything we've been through, obviously, all of this the last couple of years, it's, it's like you really, you really know those things that are important and the things we missed out on. I mean, we were all stuck at our home for so long and we missed out on those relationships and getting to do those things.
1: And
0: yeah. So now we're hopefully getting that opportunity to, to do that again. And, you know, I don't want this to, you know, to keep me from being able to move forward with that. So right. for my my present life, you know, it's like don't mm-hmm. let all my past, Affect my present life, right? You know, yeah, I'm here my, I'm preaching, I'm preaching to myself. I love it. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, why? Well, yeah, that it, it's you know, no, I get it. I get it. And yet, it's
1: still hard to make it, yourself but, and yet, get in there and, and, and yet,
0: it. it is still. Yes, yeah. there's it still goes back to that paralysis. And the, but I like that it's just just do go do the do those things that have no emotional attachment to them. Yeah. And then like I said, um, it may be at that point, you know, I can stop for a while and use my mm-hmm. sewing room and do the things I want to do and not, yes. not be yes. weighed down with that.
1: Well, and you know, don't, don't put yourself in that position of, of thinking that I'm going to work on the sewing room and then I better get everything else done too, before I deserve to sew.
0: To actually work on the, make one of the projects. Yeah. yeah
1: work project. on the sewing yeah. room and then sew in it and go, Yeah. Yeah. oh, wow, this makes life <clears throat> so much better, which is then going to motivate you to do the next thing.
0: Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I had a project for one of my grandchildren the other day and it was like, okay, I had to you know, move all this stuff out of the way, dig through, you know, just to have a place to do a little iron on on a t-shirt, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, I was able to do it, but. I, it wasn't the experience I necessarily wanted it to be in that room. So um, I have a ideal for that room and I want to be able to, to do it. Yeah. So
1: anything else that you want to, to talk about before we go?
0: I think we pretty much covered all of my initial thoughts. I was just going to say, you know, we, 2016 is when I first heard of you? Okay. Um, my daughter, um, you were a guest on a podcast on some podcast back in 2016. I don't remember. She told me the name of the podcast. I don't remember what it was now. But and so then we found your podcast after hearing you on, on this one. So um, so just thank you for just your being willing to share your slobification process. <laughs> And um, I think there's so many of us that can relate to that. But then to realize it's not really that that's what our label is. It's it goes back to that whole clutter threshold. And this is how my brain, you know, and that we don't have to put that label on ourselves. It's And so I think that that's been, you know, I'm 59 years old and, you know, I'm just now learning these things about myself. And so. Just for those that are out there listening it's like it's never never too late to really discover who you are and how your your brain works when it comes to not just your home but anything you know we're never never too old to learn you know new things so so i appreciate that so much and um i've always enjoyed listening to your podcast and i got i get to laugh i can laugh at at the things and see myself in them. And so thank,
1: thank you. you so much for all of that. Your- well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That makes that means a lot to me. It really um having started not thinking there was anyone else who struggled this way, mm-hmm. it's always just still a shock to me. I mean, I maybe not a shock. Maybe that's a little over dramatic, but it it still just makes you go, Really there's that many of us out
0: there <laughs> who And really- there, they keep and they keep coming. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just like I, I mentioned to you earlier, you know, I am in the the kindred spirit. I'm a kindred spirit. I don't get on Facebook that much, but I know that I, I can, um, that it would be there and to, you know, to hear that. But doing the, the special Zoom call, you know, that I was invited to do for those of us, um, that was neat just to see faces, you know, because we don't get to see that all the time. You know, you're able to put a name and a face. And even though you don't know them, you know them because we're right. all, we're all there together. And
1: I do. So struggling what you're with the same things, right? What she's talking about is we've been doing, um, so there's a Facebook group for those who are patrons of the show through patreoncom slash a slob comes clean. And then there's also, um, we've been doing a monthly zoom call where we get on and we share our wins or our struggles, or, um, sometimes I'll have some other theme or whatever, but, um, but yeah, it is. It's really fun to see people's faces, to get to be in real time. And, you know, it's amazing this world we live in now where we can do this kind of stuff, right?
0: I know, right? It's crazy. Right. I mean, there was somebody from, I don't know, some other country. I think it was <laughs> like,
1: Ireland. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was like 10 o'clock at night for her mm-hmm. or something, you know, the times you know, and, and some of the others, the time hasn't worked out right for me before, but that particular day, it was like, I can do that. So that was, that was a lot
1: of fun. We've had, had quite a few, um, come on from Australia, Korea. So just all kinds of, um, areas. And of course we, we switch them up month by month to, you know, be at different times so that more people can hit one here or there, but yeah, it's been, it's been a really fun experience to just actually build real relationships with people who, who get it, who get it this specific issue. Mm -hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, thank yeah. you so much for coming on today, and I'm excited to hear about your uh, progress. And I want to, you know, show us what you make in your craft room.
0: Well, um, well, and you know, one of the things again was over uh, were those before and after pictures. That was kind of, I said, do those really work? And somebody, you know, on in the Patreon group said, yes, they do do it. So I need to take a picture of that sewing room, mm-hmm. do those steps, then take another picture and really see that it is making a difference.
1: It, that right there, especially when you are like it, does it really make a difference if I don't yeah. get to the hard stuff right. and when you can swipe back and forth between on your own phone roll of oh wow this was 20 minutes ago this is now mm-hmm. just removing trash yeah. and easy stuff that may, and it just changes something in how you see your home and how you see future things that you need to to tackle. Right.
0: Yeah, for sure. But thank you so much again. And I've enjoyed visiting with you.
1: It's been really fun. Okay. Um, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. You can go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean if you want to know more about um, joining us over on Kindred Spirits and um, applying to do one of these sessions with me. And just a reminder, Take Your House Back is open for registration if you would like to jump in on that um, to get going on taking your house back in the next year, which is 2022. I don't know why I said next year instead of new year, but whatever, you know what I mean. Um, And also make sure you pre-order my book go to a com slash rest of us book for that. And um, I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.